The Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. Jill and I'm presenting Spoken Word today, helping Peter. We've got a special Spoken Word feature called Sampari, which is an event that was held last weekend as part of the beautiful Sampari art exhibition put on by the Federal Republic of West Papua's Women's Office to promote the issues and concerns and struggle of the West Papuan people. And we'll feature some fine spoken word performers today. Thank you to Sixta Kareni for that musical introduction. We go now to the introduction of the Sampari Art Exhibition Spoken Word event. We hear now from Jeanette introducing Jacob's poem. This is the letter to West Papua's Heroes and Heroines by Jacob Rumbiak. It was originally titled Letter to Dr Thomas Wangai. Jacob wrote this poem while in Tangerang Prison in West Java in 96. He had just heard news on Radio Australia that his colleague, Dr Thomas Wangai, his colleague had died in prison and later had been found to be poisoned. Letter to West Papua's heroes and heroines in honour of all the martyrs of the struggle, the Indonesian atrocities in, in West Papua. So here's Jacob's poem. In the dark light of struggle between the rain, the cyclones and the dust... The bullets voice their course. Crying and fear swell rising floods. You and we and me are the history. You and we and me are the dreaming. You changed your nation's eyes. You stopped fear. We are in pain and we suffer, but we see. You are standing to stop the colonist. You are standing to break the chain. You are standing in deception, bent low by false promise. But for those in pain and who suffer, your proclamation of independence reverberates and reverberates. It is moving now. You're dreaming. Your labour takes breath. They are listening now as Melanesian yell independence and freedom West Papua. You, heroes and heroines, proud but not arrogant, serving with modesty. We respect you. We remember you. We are carrying your dream. When your body embraces the earth... You face the moon and the sun. Rest easy in your homeland. Look upon us as we struggle, for we are carrying your dream. Your names sparkle with dignity. Your dignity carries humanity. Your dignity is humanity and cannot be bought. You, heroes and heroines, soaring souls of greatness, we respect you and we remember you. We place these flowers on your grave. We thank you 
and beg God be with you always and forever. Die Cousins. I belong to PEN, which is the writers' organisation for writers in jail. And uh, we have a tradition of having an empty chair for the writer at any event. This is for Reza Barati, who, as you know, um, was murdered by the guards in the Manus Island Detention Centre on February 17, 2014. We might have had mutual friends met in a hotel in Delhi or on a train. We could have read the same poets, Hafiz, Rumi, Khayyam, or the New Diaspora. We might have shared the same enthusiasm for flat bread, hot from the oven, and golden rice sealed on the base of the saucepan. You might have played computer games with my nephew, and who knows, you might have won. But we will not know because you died in a jungle, a guard's jackboot to your head. You came from Kurdistan and were exiled to Manus Island. You did not make it to Australia. Reza, there was a place for you here. We will save your empty chair. And to finish, I thought I'd do something different. Thank you. So uh, this is uh, about Gondwana land. Um, I hope everybody knows it's to do with the continental drift. All the different continents are used to, you know, the form of Australia only took place a couple of hundred million years ago. Before that, there was Gondwana land. I am Africa, America, Australia, India, and Antarctica joined up. I am the world in one piece. I am the supercontinent. I am fluid. I break, I float, I combine and recombine. I am the moment before naming, the time before people. I am the earthquake, the volcano, the song of the rock. Beside me swim the coelacanth fish who breathes through lungs and upon me walks the axolotl, the footed fish. From within me are born the trilobite and the fern. Two hundred million years passes, one day at a time. My memories are hidden in my stones. Thank you. Randall Stevens. In the past, Randall has worked as a social worker assisting many asylum seekers and refugees. It's called Keys to the Kingdom. He rubs thumbs on it, a key ring, the shape of Australia, so small hunched over as we wait on the bench at the Iron Ear Hospital. When sending me out to meet him, they said, be careful. They told me this one could be trouble. He threw a bad fit or something at his last caseworker when he couldn't get a doctor when they closed at five. 
and ear infection, the usual stuff, drives the poor fuckers crazy after a while, so I am careful, and he is Kurdish. Not many of them on our books up until now have de dealt mainly with Tamils, Iranians, a couple of Hazaragis, a couple of Iraqis, a Vietnamese dude, no Kurds though. He's quiet. Well, shit, they're all quiet. But this one's quiet in stretches that seem more attentive than just not knowing much English. But he's not anxious or twitchy. He doesn't have that PTSD shell shock thing that, say, a lot of Hazaras have. I'm looking at him, looking at this little Australia that he holds in his fingertips. Loose, precarious grip, so symbolism thick, I almost don't want to write it down. It's, it's too easy, it's too easy now. He sees me over shoulder, eyes fixed on the key ring. He says, Australia? I say, yes. He says, Melbourne? I say, yes. I point to Melbourne under his thumb. The cities aren't marked, just the states outlined. We go through each one while waiting. West, south, northern, yes, no. I get a smile out of him when he gets one right. Don't need a doctor to tell me he's in pain. He comes from Iran, ostensibly, much as he's not from any Kurdish nation. Either of us could point to on any, on any kind of simple map. They haven't had their own country since, uh, like, World War I. Iraq, Syria, Iran, Turkey carved it up for keeps. When in Turkey, I learned not to say the word Kurdistan in polite company. After we cover off all the capitals, I ask him where he arrived in Australia. He points to Broome, maybe the Pilbara, then keeps going. I ask him which, dis which detention centre they held him in. He frowns. Ismail is his name. He has a name. He doesn't know where they had imprisoned him for 22 months, somewhere on this keyring. Lana Wolf. Hi. Um, firstly, I just want to explain respectfully acknowledge that we stand on what always was and always will be Indigenous land. I acknowledge that it is stolen land and that Indigenous Australians and Torres Strait Islanders are the rightful custodians of all these lands and seas. I acknowledge that the genocidal practices and discrimination that have been waged against Indigenous people since white invasion continues still and for this I am deeply sorry. I want to acknowledge the people of West Papua who have been under the control of Indonesian occupation for over 50 years and the Australian government's role in that. And I want to thank the Federal Republic of West Papua's Office of Women for organising this event and making me feel really welcome today. Thank you. I'm just going to go with what I feel like. <laughs> told me I was too political, too radical, that I needed to tone it down. I am a living, breathing political statement that refuses to fit in the boxes you've devised for me in your mental survey. There isn't a word yet that will encompass all of me and provide you with an accurate description of who I am. 
since you're basing it on stereotypes brought to you by the media and those who subscribe to Women's Weekly. Rest assured, I do not have an ass like Jenny from the block, hips like Bay, hair and eyes like Christina or a voice like Mariah. I am not that crossover poet who will bring you knowledge of foreign lands and make you feel like you now know what the global south is like. Since my geographical marker is on an island, a train, not a plane ride over the ocean away. I am not that person that will sit here and serve as your cultural translator in order to further your understanding of the plight of the diverse, when what you really mean is other and how to get rid of us. I am the undefinable, the uncheckable, the unremarkable that refuses to answer your question. I am that wild woman, that sea line woman that leaves you wanting more and doesn't sing the blues. I am your worst nightmare, your biggest fear. I am the impossible and endless possibility because I refuse to fit into your categories. I'm like a full notebook being scribbled on by life's pen of experience. My mere existence is political, my loving women, my speaking English, my reading, my performing, my islanderness, my Australianness, all wrapped up in me. Brown skin is political. So don't ask me to tone it down, to not look at life as what it is. A long survey of boxes to be filled in when there aren't enough lines next to it to include all the words necessary to describe me. For you to ask me to do so would be to ask me to stop being me, a living, breathing, political statement. Spoken Word would also like to thank Harley and Robbie for their performance at the event, but due to time considerations, we couldn't fit them into this week's program. Cherie Stewart. And I'm going to share a couple things that is related to my matrilineal uh, lineage, which is the people of Regaria in the Mallee in Victoria. I sat with Bunjil on Saturn. I saw new worlds form from stardust, hope and a touch of magic. I sat with Guriella underground and I heard her belly rumble and witnessed as she erupted and formed hills, mountains, valleys, rivers, fish, men. I sat with my people for hundreds and thousands of years and we sung creation songs powerful enough to form oceans and stars. I watched as eons passed before my eyes. I saw bodies turn to bone, turn to earth, turn to dust, turn to stars, turn to cosmos. I was there when the moon first came and made love to the ocean. Ebb and flow, ebb and flow, push, pull, push, pull. I was there with my crown of stars as my ring of fire burned and a new world birthed from between my legs. My name is Pilipilita Wanjab Ledmal. My people come from Wegarium Gormanjanyak. Some of us come from northwest Victoria. 
We have red dust on our feet and we breathe in the scent of the Mallee scrub. Some of us from the river. We know dreamtime stories of bunyips and we know river songs and how to call in the rain. My totem animals are the red-crested black cockatoo and the pelican. Bilipilita means shining, glittering, exploding light. Bunjab is a love that's all-encompassing. Lerdmal is a mob of women. Women hold the creation. Women hold up the world. I am woman, radiating, shining light, all-encompassing love, and I do this with my mob of women. Together, with our hands and hearts, we hold up the world. My indigenous lineage were given a name as children by one of our elders. As we grow into man or woman, our child name dies and our new name comes, one that we're expected to live up to and embody. My name took a long time to come. It took six babies and putting their placentas in the ground. It didn't come until after I left my marriage. It didn't come until I was broken and my mob of women came for me. It didn't happen until I was strong enough, but I'm strong enough now. I am strong enough now, and this is my name. I am Pilipilata, Wanjab, Lerdmal, and this is what I must now embody. I want to call you all in, into this country and onto this planet, to come in, to be connected. Kanya Waring Helena To breathe, to sing, to love. Come in, come in, come into my camp. Kanya Waring Kalina To breathe, to sing, to love. Come in, come in, come into my camp. Kanya Waranga Kalina To breathe, to sing, to love. Come in, come in, come into my camp. Izzy Brown. So, what to start with? I guess I'd like to pay respect for Kulin Nations, whose land we're standing on. I've just recently come back from the desert, working at a, a community called Alikarang, recording music with the kids there. It was really inspiring, really amazing crew out there. I guess just hearing that poem before from the Indigenous artist, Sheree, yeah. I thought maybe I should do an old one um, that I wrote a long time ago when I first worked out in a community called Kintor. Waru waria kapi nintika jukapa. Waru waria kapi nintika jukapa. Ancient dialect, respect, direct land, connect, I inspect the surface select of something huge and fathomable depth of dark rock hole black on red rock bed. Too many dead souls uphold stories and the old man's feet still bare despite the glare of mission scares and grog guns, blood, massacre runs like rivers in the wet and yet creation metaphors are known to lead to roads of gold or something other explosive thunder, apartheid stowed like plague cane toad. Witness this long road to freedom. I'm 
The next one I'd like to do is inspired by the amazing West Papua community here in Melbourne. Yeah, they've inspired me to get up to all kinds of mischief <laughs> as part of the struggle. <laughs> yeah. With the morning star we rise, waiting for the wise to recognise, liberate, decolonise, legalise the West Papuan flag to fly. For those that died under the guise of a world condoned, stolen or owned, land acquisition removed at gunpoint from your own home. Military, brutality, Australian trained troops are reality, who's counting the casualties? As a mother cuts from her hand a finger for every son that has died for his land and every daughter whose body violated in this weapon of war, genocide instigated... Bird of paradise, rise from the ashes. Phoenix born again after violent clashes. Villages burn, barefoot warriors return with poison blow darts to strike in the heart of oppression. Yeah, I've written quite a few kind of things, I guess, in relation to Australia's disgusting immigration policies. And it was really amazing to hear, hear your stuff and the words from people inside Manus Island. This I wrote when I was doing a project called United Struggle and I'd go to refugee camps and prisons and slums all around the world and record music with artists in those places. Um, and so we went, yeah, um, Palestine and all over Africa and Afghanistan and stuff. And the thing that really broke my heart was that I could leave, you know, and they had to stay. And it was always really, really heart-wrenching knowing that... Um, yeah, I had, I had that freedom and, and they didn't, so because that's all those people. Breaks my heart to leave you, I grieve too, every soul I pass through that can't come to. In a box watching the clock cell block, you know I feel you. In a camp waiting for a stand to go, but only where they say so. I know you pray too, you want to run away too from the pain, can't explain, wait to attain the same blood in our veins. Why can I go but you still remain? So many people, so many people, I know we're all equal, but the hand of life dealt you skeletal. I don't want to leave you to die. Depression, violence, suicide on the inside, razor wire, teeth wide. These are human beings, can you hear their cries? Breaks my heart to leave you, I grieve too. Every soul I pass through that can't come to. You're listening to Spoken Word on Community Radio 3CR, where community voices make a big splash. It is highly absolute honor to be invited to share my words at Sampari exhibition, surrounded by this beautiful art, and like my friend Lana Wolf and Cherie just expressed beautifully in her words. I will always remember that we are standing on the stolen land, living in the country built on genocide. Poems by asylum seekers currently detained in Australian detention centers. The Black Kite by Pacific Heron. 
over Manus Island, a black kite flies. Young hands, still with energy to bear the difficulties of this prison camp, made it. The black kite flies, a messenger of freedom for us, the forgotten prisoners. It circles higher and higher above the camp, above the beautiful coconuts. Our eyes follow its flight. It seems to want to tear its rope. It breaks free, dances towards the ocean, flies far and again further until no one can see it. The youths stare into the empty sky after their impossible dreams. Sampari Art Exhibition is currently being shown at ACU Gallery Space, 26 Brunswick Street, Fitzroy. If you haven't seen it yet, get along. It's open until Sunday the 13th. There's a range of art, both in media and range of prices and dimensions and subject matters, some of which is specifically relating to the West Papuan people. Some is quite of a general nature. Proceeds of the sales and other sale items will go towards the running of the West Papuan office in Melbourne and their campaigning throughout Australia to raise awareness of the West Papuan issues. So get along to the ACU Gallery at 26 Brunswick Street, Fitzroy. You've got until Sunday the 13th to see the Sampari Art Exhibition. A quick word about the live poetry gigs in Melbourne. The Dan O'Connell Hotel in Carlton has poetry on every Saturday afternoon and Passionate Tongues is at the Brunswick Hotel every second Monday night. Westward happens out at the Dancing Dog Cafe in Footscray twice a month on Sunday afternoons. Voices in the Attic is run fortnightly on Tuesday evenings at 30 Dirk, Level 1 and 2, 239 Lonsdale Street. The House of Bricks, on or near the last day of every month, run by our very own Santo Katsati, that's me, corner of Bud and Keel Streets, Collingwood. Melbourne Poets Union is usually on the last Wednesday of the month at the Wheeler Centre. All of these gigs have open mics if you'd like to try your hand at sharing your work, or you can just go to listen. Check out the website, melbournespokenword.com, to find out more about the scene. Thanks very much to Jill Koppel for co-producing this week's edition of Spoken Word together with myself, Peter. Thanks, Jill, and thanks everyone for listening, and get ready for Talk Back with Attitude.
Yeah.